obviously year two, I've gotten a whole lot more comfortable with the offense and you know just the group of guys I'm I'm around and which ultimately gives me more confidence. Is it still a little uncomfortable for you to do to be the vocal leader? Or are you kind of growing into it? What do you, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, I'm. You know, yes. Each day passes, and the more I kind of, uh, you know, step into those shoes, it definitely gets a lot easier. What prompted you to want to be more vocal? Uh, it's just what is expected of the quarterback at the end of the day. I never. I don't really have a choice whether I like it or not. Mm -hmm. Grant, have you played in this stadium before, and you plan on playing it sometime in December as well? Yeah, yeah, I played here a couple times in high school. Um, and yeah, like you said, ultimately, uh, we have our bullseye on being back here uh, towards the end of the season. Michael Path ever remind you what happened here? <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, I mean, it's all fun and games, you know. Uh, but they, they had a good team, and they pulled it out. What, what was the biggest lesson you came away with last year? Staying level-headed. Um, not getting too high with the, when, when good times come and not getting too low with the low times come. I mean, I went through a lot of adversity last year, which I think is only going to help me in the long run. You, you said after the spring game you weren't happy with how the season went. Yeah, not at all. What, talk to me about that. What was it that was gnawing at you? Just the ups and downs kind of towards the middle of the season, obviously. I mean, we have high expectations for ourselves, um, and we didn't meet those goals last year. When, what were the specific things you worked on and Sark talked to you about for this offseason? I mean, the most specific thing I was worked on is kind of just, you know, my body. Um, just trying to get as healthy as I can uh, before the season starts. And like I said earlier, feeling that, that, that leadership role that I filled into. Are you eating a bunch of avocado toast now? You're doing the Tom Brady diet. What, uh, how'd you change your body? I mean, I just don't snack as much, don't eat as much, you know, processed foods and, and fast foods, and you know, I, I, I got a good plan set. You know, I've stayed, I've stayed, you know, super disciplined on on that aspect of it. Quinn, speaking of uh, your body, last week that photo went viral of you in the quarterback room flexing. Uh, so obviously Malik probably the biggest out of all you, but um, how do you rank quarterbacks in terms of like bench press? Oh, that's a good question. We never get under the we never get under the the bench press and bench. We'll do dumbbell bench, but you know yeah. Charles Wright is really strong. He's a strong kid. I mean, um, but no, I'm I'm so happy to be a part of that that quarterback room. I mean, that photo was one thing, but do you think that kind of transformation will help you during the season take the blows and get better? Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I mean, my body feels you know the best it's felt in in a, in a long time, which will only help. Gwen, what do you think about those receivers that you have with A.D. Mitchell and those guys this year yeah, added to the group? That whole room is filled with talent, um, and it, it's been cool to see, you know, the growth that they've that they've uh, made uh, this past offseason. I mean, uh, I think X has improved tremendously. Um, you know, he's matured a whole lot. He's, he's filled the role that, that we know he can fill. You're familiar with this defensive back room pretty well now. Is there any of the newcomers standing out that you, you know, surprised you a little bit? Yeah, you know, Malik Muhammad has been doing a great job. Austin Jordan has been doing a great job. And uh, Warren has also been doing a good job. I mean, uh, I can go on and on about all those guys. So they're they're quick guys. You know, they understand uh, football. What about Coach Arsizi said that um, you've earned the respect of the locker room. Jordan Whittington said the same thing. How important that is, is that for you, being the quarterback? Yeah, I mean, that's huge, obviously. You know, being one of the leaders of the team, you have to you have to be able to trust one another and 
they have to be able to trust me or they wouldn't believe in me. Jalen Catalan, I mean, do you know what he brings to the table yet? Yeah, I mean, he's he's a veteran guy. Um, he's played a lot of ball. Um, he understands what it looks like, and you know, he's he's an older guy. So him coming in and you know, kind of you know, helping those younger guys kind of understand like what it takes, um, not just on the football side, but mentally and you know, taking care of your body. What kind of competition are you seeing from the offensive line this summer? Yeah, that, that room has a whole lot of depth. Um, you know, Coach Flood and Coach Shark do a great job recruiting guys uh, for the O-line because that, ultimately that's where it starts. You know, and I'm so grateful that I have all five of those guys coming back. Expectations are huge for Texas and for you as well. You've been projected already as a, a number eight draft pick next spring. Um, you pay any attention to any of that stuff? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And um, how cool would it be to live up to those expectations? Yeah, I mean, I definitely um, I, I saw that, but you know, uh, I try not to pay too much attention to it. Just like I said, I try not to get too high on the highs and too low on the lows and whatnot. But you know, I'm gonna just try to play my game, and you know, as long as the team goals are accomplished, I think all the individual accolades will kind of fall into place. Is the fun coming back in into the game? I mean, obviously, as a first-year guy in an offense with all the hype. Now things settle down. I mean, how do you look at it? Yeah, I mean, I think this year two for me so far. This is your second year in the, the offense, and you know, second year kind of going through the uh, off-season program. I think um, my comfort level has definitely increased tremendously. Um, you know, I'm more comfortable with the guys. I'm more comfortable speaking up in front of all the, the whole team. And, uh, I couldn't be more excited to, to to see what this team's capable of. When do you sense that this team is on a mission this year, like your coach is talking about, that you're thinking strictly about the Big 12 and not what's going to happen down the road here with the SEC? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely on a mission for sure. Um, but that doesn't that, – that we were on a mission last year too. Uh, we always are on a mission. Um, obviously, our bullseye is to be here for competing for a Big 12 championship. Who's standing out among the running backs right now? I mean, that whole room is just – got so much talent so much depth in that room um, I can go on and on about those guys you know they, they're all capable of playing on Saturday what stands out to you about Jonathan Brooks uh, what stands out to me is just kind of what he's been through and him coming to the facility you know with the same at, same attitude every time um, and you know it's super cool to see I mean he's he's a great player obviously you know, he's played here. He, he's he's played big time football games, and I'm I'm excited to see what he can do this year. Is he a guy who could surprise? Oh yeah, 100. percent I mean, y'all saw kind of what he can do against you know Washington. Uh, you 
know, obviously he's a playmaker. You never know what's going to happen when he's got the ball in his hands. He's an explosive player for sure. We've heard a lot about you getting more comfortable speaking at the meetings and practice. How hard was that for you to kind of kind of cross that line and start doing those things? Yeah, it's definitely out of my comfort level. Um, but like I was saying, it's it's expected of me. So I, I really don't have a choice. But I think it's been fun because it is outside my comfort zone. And it's kind of new for me. It's a new space. It's a new area. So I enjoy it. What other things are outside of your as it pertains to leadership? I mean, just getting up in front of the team and kind of just telling them how I feel about how a day went or kind of what, what I see or what the leadership council kind of got together and spoke on and, and you know, what, what needs to be changed and what needs to stay the same. You've got a lot of experience coming back on offense, all five offensive linemen, you, the receivers. As a group, what is it you guys still need to work on to get to that next level? I would say, <clears throat> Honestly, just keep mentoring the younger guys and, you know, just harp on how important it is to take care of your body and stay in the playbook. Have you talked to Vince at all? Yeah, I got to talk to Vince uh, a couple weeks ago, and he's obviously been there, done that. He understands what it looks like. And, you know, having him to lean on and kind of ask questions and, uh, is huge for me, for sure, especially going into year two. What's the biggest thing that you picked up from talking to him? I mean, he always just tells me, just just have fun. Uh, it's a kid's game. We're playing a kid's game. Act like a kid. I mean, not all the time, but just have fun. Quinn, what are some of your favorite passes to throw, like favorite routes? Um, anyone that Coach Sark calls, I guess. <laughs> what, what's it going to be like to watch uh, Bijan on Sundays out there in Atlanta? It's going to be awesome. I mean, him and Roshan both. Uh, but just being able, be, being able to watch guys who – you know, went through the program and went through the same things that, you know, this team's going through. I know all of us are going to be super, super excited to watch both those guys play. You just yeah. mentioned the new additions to this offense. Just talk about what you've seen from a guy like A.D. Mitchell this offseason. Yeah, I mean, A.D., he came in, and obviously he's a great player. Um, he's caught touchdown passes in all the college football playoff games he, he was a part of. And, you know, having, having a guy who has experience um, and, and has been on teams who, you know, won national championships is always a good ad. He just asked about the routes. The deep ball was the big one last year. What do you guys, how do you think you've improved in that area? What are you doing? What are you working on? Yeah, I mean, we definitely worked on it throughout the spring and throughout this summer. Um, but yeah, it, it takes time. Is it time. just repetition? Yeah, or? it's repetition, you know, understanding who who I'm throwing to. Yeah. What do you feel was the disconnect last year when you were trying to find Xavier Worthy? Probably just the adrenaline rush. I got a little too excited or something. <laughs> Thanks, Quinn. Appreciate you. Guys. Thanks, Quinn. <laughs>